Hey there, welcome to our midweek study. And if you couldn't guess by the full head of hair, uh, I'm not Pastor Eric. Uh, my name is David Frost, and I have the wonderful opportunity to serve as a pastoral resident here at First Norfolk. And I'm glad that we're all able to gather together online tonight to continue our study through the Lord's uh, Prayer. Now, if you're following with us, we'll be in Matthew 6, verse 11 uh, tonight. So if you want to go ahead and turn there in your passage of Scripture, that would be wonderful. Now, one of my uh, favorite Disney movies is Aladdin. If you've never seen it, you've got some homework to go do uh, this week. Go home, watch the original. It's on Disney Plus or whatever you want to do. But Aladdin is the story of this poor man who has the opportunity uh, to get three wishes granted from a genie. Now, think about if you were a poor man and you had three wishes to change your life. Most of them would be focused upon yourself. They would be elevating yourself or your wealth. They would be about your desires. How often do we think of God as a genie, though? You see, because a genie is contained to the desire of the one asking. A genie must uh, listen to Aladdin. He must obey Aladdin's commands. But God is greater than a genie. God is a good father who wants to give us good things. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, we are given uh, from Jesus the model of how we are to ask of God. So if you've been following along these past couple weeks, Pastor Eric has brought us through the first couple lines of the uh, Lord's Prayer. He's been walking through the thou statements, which are all focused upon God. God is the subject of them. It's his glory and his honor. God is the pure focus. And then in verse 11, it shifts. It shifts to us approaching God. It is us asking God for a daily bread. It says, give us this day our daily bread. This is important for us to understand because the main point of this text is that when we approach God with a request, we are to be in full dependence upon him. And when you look at the structure of just how the, the verse is laid out before we even get into the meaning, it's important to understand that the way Jesus has modeled it, give us this day our daily bread, is that we are approaching God humbly in prayer. We are dependent fully upon God in this moment. When we ask God for a daily bread, we uh, must sit and think about what does God desire for us, right? But I want to just pause for a minute and just go back to a, approaching how this, this verse is lined out. It says, give us today this daily bread. I want to focus on this, those two words, give us. This isn't an exchange. We're not being told to offer to God something greater. We're not saying to God, I have done these things, so give me this. Give me what I want. Instead, this is an approach to God in prayer, asking the Lord, give me what I need for today. That's important for us to understand when we pray, is that we need to be fully dependent upon God and his power, because he is the one who gives us the good things in life. And he desires to give us good things as a holy father. You know, if you even skip ahead in Matthew, just one chapter, it says in Matthew uh, 7, in, uh, Matthew 7, 7, it says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened for you. And then in verse 11, it says, If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now, I want to pause for a minute and not say that that's, an excuse to ask God for everything in this world. I am not telling you that this is a 
name it and claim it gospel, but instead that God knows the good things for your life. God will give you the good things that he desires for you. And just like a good father, he will withhold things that we ask for that are not in alignment with his will. Now, this request is structured that we are asking God uh, to give us what we need each and every day. And it's letting God give us what he seems fit uh, for his own doing, not our own. When we approach God in prayer, we are not trying to make a deal, but we are asking God to provide for us. We're asking for his provision in our life. And as a good father, he wants to give us guidance and he wants to lead us. So I have two sub points from our main point for today. And our first one will be that we are to approach God with our temporary and personal needs first. You see, because this, this verse has two different aspects to it. There's the, our temporary and physical needs and there's our spiritual needs. And even in my own study, I have a tendency to downplay what we need each and every day, our temporal needs and our physical needs in prayer. I tend to think to myself, well, I should be praying for revival you know, in the cities. I should be praying for the big things, but I forget about the little things in prayer. Because if God is a good father, he wants to hear all of our prayers. He wants to hear about the little things in our lives and the big things in our life. When he says that, he wants to, uh, that we're asking for our daily bread to give us for this day, we are requesting God to give us what we need to be sustained today, right? And so we are to approach God in prayer with that attitude. We're not to uh, forget God in our daily decisions and our life decisions, you know? We think that, well, if I'm asking for it, it isn't important enough, instead I'll just work for it myself. If you approach life as a Bible-believing Christian and say, well, this isn't a big enough thing to pray about, and you decide to put it on your own terms to work for it. I've got, a, I've got something to tell you is that you're not making God the ruler of your life. You're serving yourself. You're, you're saying that I know better than God knows for my life. If you're not praying that he would give you what you need today, if you're not making him a part of your everyday decision, I want to, to emphasize that it is good to ask God for the things we need. It is good to ask God to provide you for a wife or a husband one day. It is good to ask God to provide you uh, for a car if you need a car. If you don't know where rent is coming from, actually, ask God to provide in some way for you. He wants to hear all of your prayers, not just the big ones, not just the ones that sound fancy on paper. He wants to hear your prayers for every day, life. And so as we approach God every day, we are asking for his provision in his life. And God uh, has a history of providing for his people. God has been known to provide for his people daily. Think back to the Exodus. In the Exodus, we find that Moses is leading the people, of, uh, uh, the people of Israel out of Egypt. And as he's doing so, God has done great things to lead them. He has brought the plagues to free his people from Egypt's captivity. He has split the Red Sea so that they can pass through and escape Egypt's pursuit of them. And eventually in Exodus 16, uh, we get to this, this tension point while they're wandering in the wilderness. Uh, waiting to approach um, the holy lands, the promised lands. And the people begin to doubt God. They begin to say, it would be far better for us to be in Egypt. It would be better if we were to pursue, uh, not pursue, but to stay in Egypt where the food was there and there was work and that we knew uh, we had a meal coming. But instead, what God does is he provides manna for them in that moment. God says, I will provide manna for you each and every day. 
and that when you do so, you are to take what you need for today only. And so that for, six, for five days, you take only for today. And then on the sixth day, that you will take for today and the next day, that way you can uh, keep his commandments holy and not work on the Sabbath. Because you are to keep his commandments as followers of Christ. But in order to trust God and depend on God, he said to only take for today's worth. For if you took more than what you needed for today, that it would rot and it would be filled with bugs and it would be uneatable because you were no longer trusting God in that situation. You were no longer dependent upon God in your life. You're trying to create guardrails for yourself. Let me tell you now that if you are a Christian, you can only depend on God. God is the only thing in this life that we are to put our trust and faith in. When we try to fight for ourselves or depend upon ourselves, we're not trusting God to provide for us each and every day. We ask for the Lord's provision in our life because we know he wants what's best for us. And that is what's in alignment with his will. You see, and you may be saying to yourself, but, you know, God's will is important and I know that I'm a Christian, but how do I find God's will in my life? Well, I want to, one, say that God's will is in work in the world. Earlier in this prayer, we see that God, uh, that Jesus has modeled this prayer for that it would be God's will to be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Now, when we pray what we need for everyday life, we should be praying for God to work his will through us, to let us be a part of his daily will. And that brings me into my second subpoint for a message, that when we pray uh, in this way that Jesus has modeled, we're asking that he would make us a part of his will, that we would live in his will. And it's important for us to pray this way because it reflects that we too are in need of the Lord to overcome our own uh, fear and anxieties of life, our own worries of life. We need the Lord to reveal his will to us each and every day that we may walk in it and be led in it. But there's only, uh, there's only, only through God and through Jesus can we see that. Can we walk into that? You know, like I mentioned earlier, the, the three thou petitions that Eric has covered in the past week's display uh, that you are praying for God's kingdom to be in work here. Not just when Jesus comes and defeats Satan and sin and when the new heavens and new earth are made, but we have a job here and now to work out God's commandments and his will in our own lives. As followers of Christ, who are fully dependent upon the Lord, we must pursue his will in our own life. When we pursue his will in our own life, we know that we are truly following the Lord. But in order to do so, to be a child of God, you must first know who Jesus is. You must first be fulfilled and sustained daily by Jesus. So if you are, uh, just follow with me for a minute, going forward to John chapter six for a minute. Um, we get to look into this story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. It's a great Sunday school story. We see that Jesus takes just a few loaves of bread and a few fish to feed 5,000 people and their families to their full. They're satisfied that day. Jesus provided for them physically that day. And then the next morning, they arise and the, the crowd again comes to Jesus and they're asking for him to do the same thing, to, to once again feed them. But Jesus says, no, I want, to, 
I want to give you something greater. I want to speak to your souls here and now. And so what he does is that as he begins uh, to, to preach to them, he points back to the Exodus again and talks about how Moses, uh, you know, and the bread and the manna, how Moses had asked for the manna down from heaven and gives it to them. But then Jesus says in John 6, 32, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. The people then say to Jesus, sir, give us this bread only, uh, always. And Jesus says in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Let's just take a moment to reflect on that for, for our own souls. If we are praying every day for our daily bread, which satisfies us and gives us sustenance for each day, we must be praying for God to be with us every day praying for God to bring us into his presence each and every day. You see, Jesus is what we need in our souls. We need to be reminded of the gospel each and every day of our lives as Christians. It's not just a say a prayer and come to Jesus, turn your life to him, and then forget about the gospel. Be reminded of what Jesus has done for you. You are living in a new life because of him, and it's amazing and it's wonderful. But as we live in that life, we must ask God to continually remind us of that. Because when we ask God to remind us of the work that he has done on the cross and then raised three days later that we may have life in him, it shows us that we are dependent upon him. When we need God every day, because without him, we have no life. We're starving in the wilderness of this world every day. Because just like the people, the Israelites and the Exodus wandered in the wilderness, we too are in this world, in our own wilderness. But Jesus is what will satisfy us. Jesus is the one who satisfies our souls. That's not found in a job. That's not found in an amount of money or a a new phone or whatever it may be for you. But it is found solely in the Son of God. And we must submit to him. So when we pray, we are to pray for God to be with us daily because Jesus is our daily bread in our lives. He sustains us each and every day. And we must never forget that in our lives as Christians. Jesus was telling the crowd in John 6 that their physical needs are important, but what they need more than anything is Jesus Christ. There are many of us here today who need Jesus Christ in our lives. We may follow Jesus with lip service, but many of us don't truly follow the Son of God. We don't depend on God. And our prayer reflects that. Our lives show often that we are going to trust ourselves more than we are going to trust God. Our life, the world tells us that we are to make everything happen ourselves. We are supposed to work for what we need. We are supposed to make a way for ourselves. The American dream was built off of that. The American dream was built off of making your own life happen so that you can live the life you want. But as followers of Jesus, we must understand that only God can give us life and that the life that we are to live, only he can provide what is needed for that life. It's not our own work. It's not how good of a person we are. It's not our attendance on a Sunday, which is good to be involved in church, but that doesn't save you. Only Jesus saves you on the cross. 
We must turn our own view of life and ask God to give us what we need each day. We shouldn't be worried about tomorrow. We shouldn't be worried about what's to come with our jobs or what our others will think of us. But instead, we're to ask God to provide each and every day what we need. And those physical needs and those spiritual needs are equally as important. We must turn to God each and every moment of our day and be filled with his spirit. Pray for his spirit in our life to guide us and to lead us. God is a good father who wants to provide for us each and every day. You see, and back to the story of Aladdin, we know that Aladdin got his three wishes for his story and his life was radically changed. But for us, there is a greater story that we are a part of. And the story isn't about us. It's about God. It's about serving his kingdom and asking for his, uh, his will to be placed in our life. When we approach God, we can ask for good things. But we must also understand in our prayers, when we ask for our daily bread, for what we need each day, he's only going to give us what he sees and deems as good. He's not going to give you the yacht all the time. He's not going to give you the money when you want the money or the lavish lifestyle. But instead, he's going to bring you to a point where you are depending upon him each and every day. And if he has given you other good things, praise the Lord for that. Be thankful for that. But we are to be utterly dependent on him each and every day. And so as Aladdin got to be the ruler of his own life thanks to the wishes from a genie, we get to serve a God who is our father. We get to serve a God whose, whose will is to bring about salvation for the world. And we are to live in that. God has general commands for all of his followers of Jesus in his life. The Great Commission tells us that we are to spread uh, the name of Jesus to the ends of the earth. We are to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. We are to tell others of God's goodness in his life, in their lives. And to tell them that only through Jesus is their life. So you at home, you can do this. You may not work in a church. You may not have whatever you want. But you can go into where God has placed you, into your schools, into your jobs, and spread the name of Jesus. And to love others well. We are meant to be together. You know, God is the one who uh, has given us these good things. And so you may be wondering what's next for you at this. There's going to be a number that's going to pop up on the screen, and you can call or text that number. I think it's text, actually. You can text that number uh, now, and that'll get you in contact with staff here at our church, and we'd love to have these conversations with you. For some of you, maybe you're not a follower of Jesus, and you need Jesus in your life so you can follow his will. For others of you, you've been following Jesus for a long time, but you're just not sure how to have these conversations with people about who Jesus is. You're not sure uh, how life is meant to be lived out in the everyday context that you're placed in. We'd love to be a part of that. Maybe you're interested and you're feeling called to, to lead in our church. We'd love to have these conversations and be involved with you. It's important to be plugged into the local church as a body of believers because we are encouraged by one another to serve the Lord each and every day. So as we submit ourselves to God and we approach him in prayer. We must ask God to provide every need we have and to lift his name in prayer every day. And so now we're going to practice that. We're going to practice what we have just heard uh, in asking God for a daily bread. So if you would join me in prayer. 
Um, Father God, we thank you so much uh, just for this day, uh, this blessing it is to study your word. Um, we, we ask that your will would be done in this world, Lord. We ask that your holy name would be spread to every uh, nation, Lord, that it would be spread be, uh, between the seven cities of Hampton Roads. We ask that you would work in each and every one of us uh, to submit to you, Lord, uh, to realize that you are a good father who gives us good things and that we would ask for them, Lord. Um, we would ask you for what you need daily and that we would ask for your presence daily, Lord. Remind us of your gospel. Uh, remind us of the truths of your scripture, Lord, when we worry and we fear. Um, it's in your holy name we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for joining with us today online. Um, it's been a pleasure to get to be with you and have a great night.